Walking Out with Jonathan Holloway and Liam Grundy. With music by Liam Grundy. Some very strange patterns on the water. It's yeah. like the USS Enterprise is going to come up out of the water. Now, what was that? The submarine? It was a submarine sea. I wish you'd remember the names of things. The Sea View. The Sea View. Yeah. Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. That's it. The with sea Richard view. Basehart. That's it, Richard Basehart. But it looks like maybe it's going to surface any moment yeah. now. Yeah. What, 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 what kind of things did they... How did they manage to find enough things to talk about to make a series out of it? Well, it was basically <coughs> Star Trek underwater. Yeah, it was Star Trek underwater. Because yeah. it, it was a nuclear sub, so it never had to come up. Right. So the idea is that it could go deeper and 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 explore, you so know, things. What, I don't remember any of the stories from it. They'd sort of find aliens and all sorts of things. And, Did they? And strange life forms. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit like um, the abyss. Yeah, it was all a bit that. Yeah, yeah. Like a sort of episodic bad version of the abyss. Well, I, that's, I've never seen that, of course. Well, it's got what's his name in it, isn't it? It's got Harris in it. Ed. Ed Harris. Ed, oh, he's your big mate, isn't he? Well, he's not my big mate. He was in a thing of mine, yeah. Yeah, he's... he's you put bread on his table. He's a mate. <laughs> bread on his table. I don't think Ed Harris thinks of it that way. Oh, Jonathan Norway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I think yeah. about him a lot. Every know? time I have a pie, <laughs> I think, oh, I wouldn't have this if it wasn't for Jonathan. <laughs> Writing all them words, <laughs> and there were two. There were two Eds uh, in those days. Two Eds, yeah. Go on. So two Eds yeah, are better than one. Back in the back, <laughs> back in the um, back in the day when uh, I done did write them uh, plays about Arthur Miller. Yeah. Um, there, there were two Eds in them. Arthur Mullard. Arthur Mallard. I wish. I wish I'd written a play about Arthur Mallard. Um, uh, it was Ed Asner. Oh Ed yes. Ed yeah. Oh yeah. We've 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 yeah. touched on Ed. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Arthur Mallard. Now there's a character. Yes. Yes. Stuff has come to light, unfortunately, about all the. Oh Arthur. no! Really? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hello. So you can see where the cut, uh, where it wants to be. Uh, right, that's the, so that's the lowest point in the land. Yeah. Uh, so that's where the water gathers. That's very interesting. So it would have it? been a little trip. I love this tree here, the way it's yeah. so nodular. And it's kind of grown in such a crazy pattern. Oh. It looks like a Chernobyl tree, doesn't it? Yes. That's what you'd expect if there had been an enormous radioactivity kind of thing that happened. But um, how did it all end? They must have been very happy. Yeah, they were very, very nice. It's a very nice, co they've been a very nice company to work for. Lucy's been great and she's basically let me make shows out of some of the best titles in the English language. Yeah. So I'm very grateful for that. 
Well, you never wanted to do Blue Hawaii, did you? No. Sorry about that. Or kissing I know cousins. you would have come. <laughs> well, I think but not many a, others would. <laughs> I think there's a market there, revisiting Elvis's films. Untapped market. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're post-ironic, we're post-modern, we're... Yeah. I mean, we can do it. I, I think also there is a... Oh, GI it's Blues. Up. Look. Do GI Blues. And if you want to go slightly to the left and down market, there's always Espresso Bongo, which I've always thought was not Elvis, obviously. No, of course but not. But the, the British equivalent. Well, that was the film that inspired Andrew Lou Goldham. Andrew? Lou Goldham. What's that? Who, who's that? Oh, he was the, um, <laughs> he was the guy who basically got rid of the original manager of the Stones, George, Giorgio Gromolski, and took the Rolling Stones uh, into the, uh, into the stratosphere, I suppose. Oh, really? He was inspired by the rather shady, disreputable Lawrence Harvey character in Espresso Bongo. Uh, to embark on a career in music. To become that man. <laughs> Basically. Look at that sweet little house. Yeah. And of course, Cliff's, uh, Cliff's character's name in Espresso Bongo was, of course, Ooh. Bongo Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> Bongo Herbert. Cliff <laughs> Richards' character's name was Bongo Herbert. Yeah. That's fantastic. He was a teen sensation in uh, Espresso Bongo. That would make a good show. Bongo Herbert. That's nearly as You were in the Chihuahuas, weren't you? Yes, yes. Uh, is, it, is it true that you, the criteria for selecting the playlist was it had to be the B-sides of um, well-known singles? Yeah, Br British beat singles pre-Beatles. Yeah. So, like, uh, Shane, Shane Fenton B-sides and uh, Jet Harris B-sides. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Marvellous. I used to do a Cyril Stapleton big band song, Twist a Little Longer, which was, which was like, so obviously, a bunch of tired old jazzers thinking, we can play this rock and roll stuff. Like, it sounds just like the kids. They'll, they'll go for this. No, they won't. Twist a little longer. Come on, baby, twist a little longer with uh, me. Oh. Get your hips moving left and right. Now you're doing a twist just right. Oh. But don't turn out the lights. We're twisting tonight. Oh. oh. Yeah. There's something sort of vaguely unsavoury yeah. about all of it, isn't there? I used to always make sure I'd, I'd, I'd lit up a, 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 an embassy while I was singing it. You know. <laughs> Always, always make sure I had a fag on, you know. Embassy. Now that's interesting because I 
went through a phase of buying embassy cigarettes. Blimey. And I'd completely forgotten that. I... Because it wouldn't have been, a Marlboro wouldn't have looked right. No, no, no. But, <laughs> but there, were, there were certain, there were cigarette, cigarettes were, there were cigarettes for particular occasions. So when I was hanging out with the kids of um, military families in Malta when I was a teen, young teenager, yeah. we used to smoke um, those cigarettes that were menthol. What were they called? Samarits. Samarits. We used to, folk, yeah. used to smoke those samarites. And um, <laughs> my parents had a subscription, I don't know why, but they had a subscription to Life magazine. And it always used to have on the right hand side of the pages Peter Stuyvesant. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I remember the, the, the Gibraltarian lads when they used to come over, they had Du Maurier. Du Maurier, that's right. There's always that sort of. Yeah. Du Maurier cigarettes. <laughs> God. You see, the thing is, when you think about it, you working on an Elvis tribute show, it was quite a successful event because a lot of people bought tickets for it. And uh, you, you can be almost guaranteed that those people would have been, there wouldn't have been a lot of age mix. They would have been a sea of silver hair out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And um, it means that for those people, those two nights were like really successful. They were really good. And they went to see that, sh that, that, that show. It, it was full of stuff that really pleased them. They enjoyed it, they had a nice night out. It's very inclusive. Yeah. It, the fact that it happens to be the way that commercial theatre has been operating for the last 50 years, um, kind of puts an interesting question mark ahead of sort of contemporary inclusive arts policy, doesn't it? Yes, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. So maybe if you just left that alone and let those shows carry on happening, uh, that would have been quite uh, useful. Oh, by the way, I found out it's, this morning who that... Uh, yes, I saw it, yeah. Yeah, Van Straten. Okay. Um, okay. Yes, Van Hoogstraten, yes, I... Hoogen Van Struten. Yes. Straten. Yes, because I vaguely remembered, I had a memory that there was some bloke who everybody was scared of back in the sort of 70s and 80s. Uh, I couldn't remember what it was called. Was called. it seven, isn't it? I think it was more recent, you know. Was it really? Because he's built, he built, started building a, a country house for himself somewhere, That's right. somewhere in Sussex. Yes. Which was uh, going to be bigger than Buckingham Palace. Yes, that was in the 90s, I think, you know. I don't think yeah. it was that far away. And he found out from somewhere 
that provided you had a mausoleum in it, <laughs> you remained, even after death, its owner. Wow. So he was able to find a way of transcending death. Um, so he built in it a mausoleum for himself. So when he died, he could be put in it and then nobody else could wow. take it away from him. That is bizarre, isn't it? Oh yeah, Boydie. Little Robin Redbreast sitting on the back of Nancy and Jim Robbins bench. Robinson, Robin. Robinson. You see, Robin. Ah. Robinson. So he knew. If they were called Ooh. Nancy and Jim Snow Eagle. Yeah. Nancy and Jim Robin. Yeah. Lovers of nature. Remembered yeah. with affection. Well, that's what that, that's what that little oh, Robin, Robin Redbreast was doing. Was remembering with, yeah, with affection. Yeah. He came to have a sit on there, didn't he? He did until we scared him off. Yeah. It's new since we were here. That's a new shutter. Yeah. New shutters there too. Look. Yeah. Oh, maybe they're going to start with the old bowls again. Look. Oh, they've never stopped. Oh, look! Somebody's thrown a container. Oh, oh there's a few got... containers oh, thrown. Dear, oh dear, oh dear. What can you do, eh? Apparently you can do very little. So did I tell you this bloke came to the door? Oh, you did about the... Uh... And he was, uh, and he was obviously fly and lying and, yeah. you know, and, and high. Oh dear. And, um, but he, he had tattoos all over his face. And you were thinking, I was thinking, that's not going to do you any good, is it? Yeah. You know, oh, he had no identifying features. Oh, mind you, he <laughs> might have had a tattoo all over his face. Thank you. If, it, if I was going to have a career in crime, I don't think I'd do that. Well, do you remember when um, you had to apply for a passport and he used to say, any identifying, um, any, any distinguishing marks? And I, for a joke on the application, because I filled it in at the post office in those days, I put none whatsoever. <laughs> and the guy said, no, no, you don't need that. You don't need, you just need none. Just, you know, you got a bit across with me. I'm quite right as well. Um, but you've got distinguishing features. Well, where would I end if I started putting them in? Well, you know, exactly. Be going there forever. But, um, I think my brother tells a story about when he was filling his application and he put none. Yeah. And apparently the bloke got all cross with him. Might have been the same bloke. And he pointed at my brother's face and went, brown moustache, brown moustache. <laughs> he said, oh yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's, brown moustache. Yeah. It'll be like, easy to find him. Blakey. He's got a brown moustache. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't even know he had it. <laughs> and uh, so if you had all those pictures on your face, you'd have to fill in a big long form, wouldn't you? I suppose so. Oh, a couple of swallows. It was very distinctive. It was like ivy running up. It was well, oh, a yeah, picture yeah. of ivy running up. Like he was a statue from the draftsman's contract that had all the outdoor plants climbing up him. Mind you, Maybe he was a stranded actor who had moved to Collierswood in the days of the bill and 
not got much work because he had ivy all over his face. It might have been a dramaturg. Oh, a dramaturg, yeah, that's yeah. right. Pick yeah. it apart, put it back together here and make sure it doesn't offend anybody. That's right, he's a dramaturg. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. I think I need a personal dramaturg who would just keep walking beside me saying, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> no, shh, shh. Don't say that, yeah. Yeah, don't say that. Oh, look, it's open. Ah. This is where I got that nice book a mm. little while ago. Can't remember what it's called, but it was a nice book. Walking out with Jonathan Holloway and Liam Grundy with music by Liam Grundy A Fruit People production